Thank you for downloading this weekend sermon from Bangalore Revival Center. Our desire is to see you grow in your love and pursuit of God, causing you to become a channel of His love and grace to the people around you. Now let's listen to the Word of God. I am here to continue with the church culture series that we are studying. Uh, and and the, the key verse for the, for the, the entire series is, is Matthew 16, 18. Okay? Now there's a rule in this house. Whenever a verse has been displayed, we all read it together. Okay? As one church with one voice. Okay? Not a different voice like, okay, somebody's reading the first line. No. With one voice as a one church. Okay? One, two, three, grow. Now... I say to you that you, Pete, you are Peter, which means rock, and upon this rock I will build my church, and all the powers of hell will not conquer it. And the church say, Amen. 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 You should say, I receive, okay? No powers of hell can break this church. No powers of hell can break your family. No, no powers in hell can break the relationship that you have with your people around you. Okay, amen, amen. Okay, so let's let's quickly do a recap of what all we have studied in the church culture series. So, so you know we we've been studying that God's own position, like church. This church is God's own position, and these are the culture that that falls under under position. It's the culture of victory. It's the culture of freedom. Is the culture of friendship, is the culture of greatness. Okay, and and next we study the body of Jesus, and 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 it's 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 the culture of restoration. You know, God restored our relationship because of Jesus. It's the culture of unity, it's the culture of growth, it's the culture of love. Okay, and then we have the the family of God. You and I, this church is the family of God, and these are the cultures that falls under family of God. It's a culture of adoption. It's a culture of community, it's the culture of generosity, and it's a culture of obedience, okay? And then this month we are studying the church is the bride of Jesus, which means we are the bride and, and Jesus is the bridegroom. So today uh, I'm going to go a little deep, I'm going to take this topic a little ahead. And today's topic would be a little funny, okay, because the topic roams around marriage, Okay, so, so I don't know, like, I, whenever I think about marriage, uh, I, I start laughing, you know, all, all funny things pops out. So I'm going to break a little bit of ice, I'm going I'm to teach from the word of God what it really means, what is marriage, and, 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 and we're going we're gonna to understand one more culture in the, in the series, okay? The next slide, please. Okay, so, next slide. Okay, so, so we're going to, the culture of, so, sorry, before that, uh, last Sunday, Pastor Preji, under the bride of Jesus, he taught us the, the culture of prayer, okay, how important it is for us to seek God, how important it is to pursue God, because we are his bride, you need to seek the bride, you need to love the bride, you need to embrace, you need to, to be in a constant in a constant pursuit with your bride. Now just imagine if you are in a relationship and you don't talk to your would-be husband or would-be wife, what would happen? Will she continue to be, uh, have a good relationship with you? No. Why? 
if you don't seek him if you don't seek her if you don't talk to her or if you don't even whatsapp her once a day what would happen we all know what would happen the next day there'll be a, a a long message like you don't love me you don't like me you might have found someone beautiful than me or handsome than me so 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 it's 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 very important because if you don't seek and pursue you cannot show love okay and yes the verse from the last last week sermon it's from second chronicle 714 and it says then if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek i want you to repeat this pray and seek one more time pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways i will hear from heaven and forgive their sins and he store their land okay so it's very important that if you are the bride of jesus you need to pray and seek his face you need to pray and seek his presence his love you need to embrace otherwise i don't see it's a healthy relationship okay because you are in a relationship with god you you see that you are bride of jesus you need to seek and pray Right. so this is what uh, pastor preeti taught last week and today we going to go to the next next uh, topic of it and we going to uh, so so i have a question who are we we are bride okay okay now you should not doubt okay you should be very sure who are we we are the bride okay now if we are bride of jesus then who is our bridegroom jesus okay now everybody knows uh, but then when i was i was studying the scripture i was looking for more reference about the bridegroom this is what i found in isaiah 54 by the way i love isaiah 54 because you know the every time i read isaiah 54 i have hope okay i have my security which is in god and there's nothing in this world that will that that can that can cause trouble or or harm me so this is what is written in isaiah 54 for your creator will be your husband okay so if we are the bride who is our husband jesus who is the our creator the lord of heaven's army now you know what the heaven armies did in the old testament they fought for all the battles you know and and even without raising a sword there were battle that were won in the old testament and he is your redeemer he has redeemed you you know jesus christ has redeemed you from the power of hell okay he has redeemed you he has paid a price and the holy one of israel and the god of all earth okay if you notice the god is a big god and there's no apostrophe s okay so there can be only one god on all the earth and his name is so so that's our bridegroom that's our husband he is not an ordinary person he is not an ordinary personality he is the creator he has the heavens army by his side he is the redeemer and he is the god okay now you know 
when I was small and I used to hear that we are bride of Jesus, we are bride, I started imagining like, okay, I'm a boy, I'm a male. How can I, it, I, I, I can become a bride of somebody? And to, I, I started thinking to certain, such an extent, I started imagining myself in that white gown. And like, like okay, this is how I will look. This is, this is how I would, people would talk about me like, oh, look, he's a, he's a boy, he's a man, but he's wearing in a white gown. You know, he's the bride. But then, you know, logic will not make sense. Okay, if, there's, if, if it makes sense, it's science. Okay, if, there, if something makes sense, it's science. But something that does not make sense, which means there's God involved in it. Okay, so when you say that you are the bride of Jesus, you, you're going to get married to Jesus, there's, there's a relationship that's going to happen. A marriage is going to happen in spirit. Okay, so, so let's, let's go a little deep. Okay, we're going to talk uh, briefly about marriage. Okay, now everybody know what marriage is. Okay, I'm gonna, just going to point few highlights and, and, and going to read how we need to prepare for the marriage that's going to happen, okay? Now, there are very few marriages uh, that are very near and dear to me, okay? The first marriage is of my parents, okay? Because they got married, I am here, okay? The second marriage was my sister's, okay? She got married uh, uh, 12, 13 years back, and I was very happy, you know? Finally, I have my share in the house, okay? Because before, everything was divided, okay? The cupboards were divided, the refrigerator was divided, the, the time to watch television was divided. Everything was divided between me and my sister. And I was very happy. I danced and I was like, I did every, I gave my heart out for that marriage, you know? To such an extent that I lost weight, you know? And I'm, I'm, I'm working hard and I'm so happy that finally my sister is gone, okay? Now, now I can have the full access to the cupboard. I can have the full access to the, to the television, okay? Everything is mine. Now mom will cook only for me, okay? And after a week, my dreams were broken. Because even after marriage, my daughter, well, sorry, her, her daughter, my mother, she, she kept that portion in that house. So still, there is a closet in my house. Still, there's a, there's the cupboard is, is, her stuff is there in the cupboard, okay? So, so that was one marriage. And like, you know, sometimes you dream, you desire, and the worldly desire won't be fulfilled. But I am here to tell you, if you desire for God, if you desire for things of heaven, it shall happen. Amen, okay? So, so what is marriage, okay? Now, everybody know what is marriage. I just went and, and looked for the, for the meaning of marriage, and this is what it says. The legally or formally recognized union of two people as partner in a personal relationship. And I was, real, I was literally shocked by, by this meaning. Now, you would say, what's, what's wrong with this, okay? I went back to a, a small Oxford dictionary I had, you know, it's like 15 years old. It was very dear to me because that was my first book I purchased with my own money, you know, when I earned. The first thing I went uh, is I went and bought a dictionary. Uh, I was not mature enough to go and buy a Bible first, but, but yeah, I regret that. But that dictionary was very dear to me. And I like, no, 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 this is something wrong. This is not what I have read about the marriage 
meaning, I went into the marriage meaning, and there I found that the man and woman is missing. In, in the dictionary it's there, in the dictionary which is 15 years old, man and woman is mentioned and here man and woman is not mentioned. So, you know, I was really surprised and I realized this is the time we live in, okay, where the world thinks, where, where the people who give meanings to word defines as two people as partner and it could be same sex, so, so they support, you know, what is called as LGBT. I, I, I'm sure I'm not going to explain what is LGBT, but this is what is happening all around the world, all around the churches. People are, people are, are supporting and, 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 you know, there's a lot of conflict and discussion about all that thing. So here's the thing, you know, when God created marriage, you need to understand God orchestrated the marriage. He created the marriage and he just did not create it. He conducted marriage. You know, if you read the Genesis, the Bible is full of marriage, beautiful marriage, marriages that have been goofed up, but still God made marriage and God made a marriage between man and woman, not with two male, not with two female, no. So, so this is the meaning of, of, of the word marriage and it's very important that we know what is the true meaning of marriage. All right. Now, what happens when, when you want to get married, there is a process, okay? I, I realized when I got married, you know, there is so much you need to do for your marriage preparation. It's not just, okay, you found a girl and you get married, no. There's a process, you know, you give, you have two years, still it would be less. You have one year for your marriage, still it would be less. Even if you have two months, it would be less. So there's a lot of preparation that you need to do for your marriage. And the first preparation, if you decide to get marriage, is you have to choose. Of course, if you are a man, you need to choose a woman. If you are a woman, you need to choose a man to get married. Okay? And then the entire process starts. You know, there is, there is a, like, I don't know, Rishte ko English mein kya bolte? Proposals, okay, so you know the proposal starts coming and uh, there's a biodata and this picture, uh, all photoshopped pictures sometimes and all, and you know, you, you start looking at pictures and then you start choosing, okay, you choose, but you choose on a worldly standard. You choose if she is beautiful, if she is an engineer, he or she is an engineer, if he is earning well, if he has a good house, if he has a sibling or not, because if there's a sibling, there's a, there's a, when, when a will is created, you have to give a certain share to your sibling, and, and is the sibling, if the sibling is there, is it married, if it's a joint family, you know, there are so many criteria that we put in forth. But, when we gonna get married to Jesus, because we are the bride of Christ, there's a different way that, that God has set, okay? Let's read John 15, 16. It says, you didn't choose me, I chose you. Okay? So, so the choosing part is already done by God. Okay? So you and I are already chosen. Okay? You and I are already appointed. You and I are already in God's mind for the marriage, okay? Let's read Ephesians 1.4. It says, even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in the Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes, okay? So in the previous verse, it says that God chose. Now here it says, 
when did he choose he chose even before he made the world okay so in genesis 1:1 you know there were so many things happening there's so much of science and 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 so much of discussion around it but you know people may think any any anything about god but in god when when he was creating earth when he was creating heaven and earth you and i were in his mind you were he 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 knew that okay this person this 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 child this daughter this son would be my bride okay let's read first peter 2:9 it says first peter 2:9 it says but you are not like that okay not like that means if you read the previous verse which means the people who do not believe the word of god for you are chosen people you are a royal priesthood a holy nation god's very own possession that's one of the first church culture series that we topic that we studied in the series as a result you can show others the goodness of god for he called you out of the darkness into this wonderful light so you know when you when you think of the marriage between you and jesus christ between you and god the choosing part you don't have to do it God has already done the choosing part he has chosen you he has chosen you before the creation of the world and he has chosen you and he has set you apart and he he think that you are his prized possession now doesn't this excite you that 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 you've been already chosen okay now after choosing there's a fear okay i i i Uh, when 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 i had a proposal for sasha it's a very funny story you know uh, uh, so dramatic you know this i can if if i have time i would share that story so after you choose you'll always have that fear oh what if she finds a better guy what if she find he finds a better girl so what you do you go ahead and and you say you would do something that you would you would make sure that that doesn't happen so what you do you go ahead and do an engagement okay it's it's an engagement you just declare and you say oh okay this girl or this boy is mine and now nothing can be done okay so so you know that engagement happened and if you study the jewish tradition it was mandatory for for a girl and a boy if they want to get married for one year they have to be engaged okay now it's good to get engaged but but you know during that engagement time i am telling you okay there is lot of temptation okay because what happens is you are engaged and then suddenly you go to uh, some other fellowship or you go to other church and you f- you see a girl or a boy okay and then like oh did i made a wrong choice okay so 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 you know what happens you you tend to like like think oh what have i done have i have i done a mistake did i was i in a too much of an hurry okay but but if you read james 1:12 this is what you and i should do okay god blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation afterward they will receive the crown of life that god has promised to whom for those who he, whom, who love him okay so so you know you need to understand you and i god chose us now we are already engaged okay we are engaged with jesus christ this is what you have to do you know the testing will come the temptation will come the trial will come the hardship will come but the only thing 
we have to do is we have to patiently wait. We have to patiently endure. Okay, and then wait. You know, now Bible doesn't say temptation will not come. Bible never says testing will not come. There is no verse in the Bible which says if you accept Jesus Christ as a Lord and Savior, there would be no trial. There would be no testing. There would be no temptation. If you if you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord, you would be walking on a, on a on a red carpet. No. Okay, but there is a promise and, and you know God tells, I will be with you till the end of this world. Okay, so now the choosing part is done, the engagement is done. Do you fold your hands and sit? No, you know, you start your, your preparation for your marriage. Okay, you, you go, you, you, you do so many things. Okay, when it's, it's, it's only when I realize when, you know, it was different when you, when you get your sister married, it's a very different story, but when you yourself get married, you have to do so much of preparation, okay? And thank God to technology, I went to a website where they had a checklist. So it was, it was all written down there. I simply had to just do a step and do a tick. So it was very easy, but, but I realized it's a long process of preparation. You know, you're preparing, you are like, like running and, and figuring out to, to now, now, you know, I don't know if it's the 21st century generation, even the font in the card, we spend so much hours and time to select, oh, this should be my font, this should be my font size. So, you know, you, you do a lot of preparation, okay? But, but when you, you are going to get married because you are the bride, you, this is what you have to do. It's in Ephesians 6.18, it says, Pray in the spirit at all times. Pray in the spirit at and on every stay alert and be in your prayers for all believers everywhere. Okay? Now this is what happened. When you when you get when you try to get married in this world, okay, you do everything else apart from this. If you if you have done very good. But, but when you want Jesus to accept you as your bride, this is what you have to do. You have to pray in the spirit all the time, on every occasion. Okay, now I won't like, like discuss every occasion, but every occasion, if from the day you get up, you know, you go to so many places, every place, every occasion, you have to pray in the spirit. Okay, stay alert. And this is the important key. Be persistent okay it's it's it you cannot move god's heart by praying only on sunday you cannot move god heart god's heart if you just lift your ha hands on sunday morning and pray and worship no you have to be persistent okay sunday is just a small portion of your day okay of your entire week you just come here you learn and the same thing you have to do it the rest of the week okay and here's the exciting part, okay? Especially, I believe in the Indian culture, the invitation part, okay? I, I love inviting for wedding and all. Because, you know, uh, the list is already prepared by our parents and they're like, okay, we have to invite this. I just ask, why? Because they invited us to their daughter's wedding. Okay, see, everybody is smiling. So, we, you know, it's true. So, you know, you do a lot of thinking, should we call them, should we not call them? If we call them, they will bring a big gift. If you don't call them, they'll be very upset, okay? Now, the reason I can, I know 
because I also thought the same way, okay? It's very wrong to do this, but then, uh, you know, in the end, I was so fed up, I told my parents, both of our parents, like, you do the invitation part. It's a very difficult task to do. So, now you are the bride of Jesus, okay? Now, you have to do the invitation part. So, it's written in Mark 16, 15. This is what you need to do. Go, read it together. Go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. Amen. Okay? That's the evangelism part. That is sharing the good news. You need to realize everywhere in the Bible, it's not just a news. It's a good news. Okay? So when you share the good news, you are speaking life. You are speaking into their situation. You are, you are giving them something good so that if there's anything bad in their life, what will happen? It will turn into the good news. Okay? And here's the, here's the final grand day that happens. Okay? It's in Revelation 21.2. Uh, it says, And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven like a bride, beautiful dressed for a husband. Okay? This is, this is what you and I believe it's going to happen. Okay? You know, when the new heaven and new earth will come, we would come down as a new Jerusalem city, like, like out of heaven a bride, beautifully dressed. Okay? Now, this is what our hope is. This is what we, we want to do. You know, we want to get married. We want to have a constant relationship. Because you need to realize, uh, when you are a bachelor, you don't share your life, okay? Okay, you, you live your life. But when you get married, you share your life, okay? You have to share your, everything that you have. Even your toothpaste, as simple as toothpaste. You know, everybody brush, everybody knows what the toothpaste is. Everybody knows. Who doesn't know, raise your hand. Okay, so, you know, I had my own toothpaste. And, you know, I knew that toothpaste will go for six months. There's a reason, because... You, you know, you are smart enough, you know, I used to skip brushing the, when I was, because, uh, okay, forget it, I shouldn't have said that. Uh, today morning I brushed my teeth, okay. Now, as simple as a small toothpaste, you have to share with your partner, okay. Now, how important it is for, for us to share our heart, to share our thought, to share our desire with Jesus, because that's what marriage is, okay. Now, now, because you are married to Jesus Christ, you have to start sharing. You cannot keep things in your pocket. Okay? I cannot hide my pocket with my wife. Nobody can. If you do, you won't get food. Okay? Don't try doing it. So, so, so you, you have to start sharing. Okay? Now, there are so many marriages in the Bible. Okay? Now, could you tell me some, some marriages that you remember in the Bible? Abraham and Sarah. Okay? Isaac and Rebecca, okay? What else? Tell me. Tell me all the marriages that you know. Ruth and Boaz. Everybody forgot Adam and Eve. Oh, man. This, that was the first marriage that God conducted himself with his own hands, okay? So, so, so there are so many by, uh, marriages. I, 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 I went and I, I did some research. I could find close to 18 to 20. Now, I'm going to take only two marriages in the Bible and, and let's learn what, what, what we, let's learn something from that marriage. The first marriage is Jacob and Rachel. Okay, 
Everybody know this, knows the story? Okay. If you so, so let's read. Let's quickly read Genesis 29:18. It says, "Since Jacob was in love with Rachel." Okay. It's very important. Jacob was in love with Rachel. He was not yet married, but still he was in love with Rachel. And that's what you and I do when we get married in this world. We first first try to fall in love. Okay. Thank God, not like our previous generation where on the day of the wedding you will know who your wife is. Okay, like we, I, I, like we, are, we are really blessed. So, so Jacob was in love with Rachel. He told her father, I'll work for you for seven years. If you'll give me Rachel, your younger daughter. Okay, remember this, younger daughter as my wife. Okay, okay tell me. Who can work for somebody for seven years in, in, in this generation, in this millennium age, you know, millennium age we call us? Who will do that? Okay, they, we would rather say, okay, it's okay, chuck her, we'll find someone else. Okay, okay, no problem. I, I, I'll just change my job in the new office, I'll find a better husband. But this is what he did, you know. Jacob was in love. And when you are in love, you will work hard, you would, you would spend time, you would, you would show your love, you know, with your hard work, okay? And, and, but, you know, people are not always good, okay? But God is always good, amen, okay? What happened is, uh, Rachel's father's name was Laban, Laban. I get confused with Hindi and English word, so, so what he did, he didn't give his, his younger daughter, he gave the elder daughter, Leah, okay? Now, I, I, I started wondering, you know, like, like, like Jacob was really in love with Rachel and he was really mad. So on the day of the wedding, he didn't even bother to, of course, uh, you know, she would have been wearing something on her head, covering her face, so she couldn't see who is getting married to. Like, you know, he, all he had to do is just just pick up the veil or or the or the cloth and 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 confirm. Okay, is it Rachel or someone else? Okay. Now, when when I started thinking, I realized if you see the Christian wedding that happens nowadays, they put a veil. Okay, and that veil is is like a net. So even if you wear, you could see who is coming, who is walking down the aisle and coming. Okay, and. It, it's not, it, it doesn't end there, okay? You know, before the, the priest says or the pastor says you are now husband and wife and before, before leaving the place, they ask you, look, pick up the veil and, and, and confirm, okay? <laughs> confirm that she is your wife. Otherwise, once the pastor says, now I pronounce you husband and wife and once you take her, it's not my responsibility. So you better <laughs> confirm, okay? So, so, so this is, you know, I, I, I wished uh, Jacob would have done that, but you know, God has a purpose, God has a reason. Uh, and if you see, if you study the history, uh, the Israel, the, the, the 12 tribes of Israel were born out of Rachel and Leah both. Okay, God blessed. Why? Because Jacob was blessed. So, because you are blessed, your children will be blessed. Okay, because God has a promise over your life, when you get married on this earth and when you will have children, your children will be blessed. Okay, uh, it's, 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 uh, it's written in Philippians 2.12. It says, dear friend, it's not in the slide. It says, dear friend, you always follow my instruction when I was with you. 
and now and now that i am away it is more, even more important work hard to show the result of your salvation obeying god with deep reverence and fear okay so obey god okay obey god just like jacob loved rachel and and he obeyed his father for 7 years you know he he wanted rachel so much that he obeyed you know uh, you know i don't know what work he did for 7 years jacob laban would have asked him to do any sort of crazy work a dirty work or a good work he did it for 7 years why because he loved rachel and he wanted that Right. the the second couple the most important and the beautiful couple in the marriage it's joseph and mary that we going to mention uh, we going to study today you know i i really love the story you know especially that nativity story uh, we recently saw a movie Uh, called the nativity story it's a beautiful movie uh, every christian not even christian everybody should watch that movie because it it shows what they went through you know we we think oh it's a, it's a, you know um, the holy spirit came uh, and, and the angel came and spoke to mary and said you will going to have a promised child you going to give birth to the son of god you know it looks cute from outside and we just read it for like 5 minutes but that entire 9 month process was very difficult you know they went to hardship but because they were faithful because they obeyed god because they loved god the end result is jesus okay so i'm here to tell you keep working hard for jesus keep working hard for god you may think you're doing a lot you're not getting any result you're working hard a lot you're not getting any result but i'm telling you if you are in the will of god the end result is good amen okay so let's let's talk about joseph and mary now who was mary like 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 you know mary is is often defined as there's there's a there's a adjective given before mary it's called she is always referred to as virgin mary okay now what 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 is the meaning of virgin it's it's someone who uh, is pure someone who is holy someone who has not yet married or not had any of the marital affair okay so mary was a virgin and she was very young okay now the the word young is is very important we're going to read some scriptures and we're going to understand now there were so many other women okay i believe the population back then was close to uh, around a billion people in the world but god chose mary god chose virgin mary but there's a reason you know there's something that mary had that that draw god's attention to her okay and god, god did not only chose mary he also chose joseph okay so, so we think like it's, it 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 happened as an accident no no so mary and joseph were both chosen by god okay mary was young and joseph was of course young and 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 both of them were pure both of them were were not married both of them were were holy okay now it is the the reason god was able to 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 trust mary because she had a very pure heart she had a pure mind she had a very pure conscience okay and and it's it's the purity that that mary lived a life it's the purity in which mary lived on this earth 
till till the angel visited her draw god's attention okay now it's it's very important you know we have an excuse uh, we live in a fallen world okay when i when people keep saying uh, it's okay to sin it's okay to see wrong things it's okay to hang around it's okay to follow the world of this the 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 things that the people do why because we live in a fallen world if you say that it's an excuse okay it is very important for us to live a righteous life to live a holy life to live a pure life you all, you need to understand you cannot become holy you and i cannot become holy it's only god who can make you holy but it's your and my responsibility to live a pure life a life of purity okay now we're going to go quickly go through some bible verse and 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 see what what god wants what jesus wants how and and when and is it possible to live holy the first reference is matthew 5:8 it says god blesses those whose heart are for they will see god simple who all wants to see god raise your hand how you can see god you need to keep your heart pure okay now i'm not here to judge i'm not here to condemn okay all you need to do is everybody has a mirror everybody has a mirror okay uh, go after bath okay don't go before bath because uh, i don't like my face when i'm i'm up take a nice bath put oil hair gel if put some foundation and makeup and liner and all you know after marriage you you come to know with all these terms go and stand in front of the mirror okay and look into the person whom you see okay and just just ask that person is your heart pure you will get all the answers is it's it's that simple many of you are already imagining now like what would the answers be okay it's good it's good you're thinking good keep 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 up the good work okay but this is what god says if you want to see god keep your hearts pure okay the next reference uh, psalm 119:9 go home and read psalm 119 it's it's a beautiful chapter you will finish it in like half an hour <laughs> okay so this is what it says okay this is i'm i'm especially talking to all the young people in the church how many young people in the church shout hallelujah hallelujah everybody is wow okay this is it says how can a young person stay pure okay simple question how can i stay pure my friends abuse my friends drink they hang around they sleep around and they smoke they watch all nonsense they take me to all nonsense places pubs bar disco you would wondering how i know okay i know okay i know okay i ha- i have those kind of friend okay but how can a young person stay pure simple by obeying your word whose word god's word where is god's word in the bible okay do you know what's the full form of bible not not the literal meaning the the actual meaning no not the actual meaning it's just the just the meaning that is given like uh, people try to find the full form of every word does anybody know what is the full form of bible yes yes it's it's like uh, i i i term is like basic instruction 
before leaving earth okay so it's a book of instruction it's a book of law it's a book of promises it 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 has it has all the solution in the problem uh, all the solutions that you have all the problems that you have in your life the solution is in the bible so how can a young person stay pure by obeying is it is it difficult no you're saying no now okay you but it's 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 difficult okay but it's only possible when you have a deep relationship with god okay you fill yourself so much that even if the dirt comes from outside it will just touch you and fall you down okay the 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 next reference is first john 3 verse 2 to 3 it says dear friend we are already god's children okay god has already chosen us he has called us his son and we are uh, son and daughter you know it's all said and done okay but he has not yet shown us what we will be like when christ appears okay which means we have a hope okay christ is going to come again he's going to come to take us okay but here's the second part it says but we do know that we will be like him for we will see him as he is okay so this is the first part okay now god has already called us his children a son and daughter he has not revealed us but we know for sure like everybody is sure right we're going to look like him okay the next part it says and all who have his eager expectation okay you know in the confession we said like i am eager okay if you have an eager expectations we will keep themselves pure just as he is pure okay now tell me this uh, everybody has studied science okay now if there's a beaker you beaker you bolt there's a cup okay a uh, uh, glass cup you know you can see uh, water okay if you put water uh, a crystal clear water and uh, a pure water you can see through the glass okay but the moment you put a little dirt or chemical or color what happens you know so it's so important because god is pure you need to keep yourself pure okay now if i give you a, a glass of water okay transparent glass of water with some red color in it will you drink it no everybody is saying no okay maybe pastor robin is poisoning us okay no so you know in in we being human we we are so careful what we drink we we make sure that the thing that we eat or drink is pure it's clean it's neat okay you you don't go out and eat from anywhere and everywhere no you make sure that it's clean it's pure how much god would want you and i to be pure first of all he chose us we are his children and he wants to marry us now tell me this if you are engaged and you if you if you if you know that your partner you know the person your your would be spouse is doing all nonsense thing will you still go ahead and marry no why it's simple you want somebody who is pure like as a human being if we expect something which is very pure holy blameless without any defect without any wrong doings and 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 you don't want anybody to point out to you how much god would want you and i to be pure it's 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 very important okay let's let's go to the 
Next verse. It's, it's, it's in Psalm 24, 3 and 4. Okay. Uh, who may climb the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? Hold on, hold on. Okay. So, we're going to get married to Jesus. We're going to go to heaven. Everybody believes? Is there anybody who doubts who will not go to heaven? If not, please come to us. We'll pray. Okay. Okay. Everybody believes there's, there's, there's heaven. Okay. Everybody know for sure that there's a holy place. Okay. It's, it's, it's in the Old Testament, in the tabernacle, there was holy place and the most holy place. But that's not our destiny. That's not what we are looking for. That's the Old Testament. Our holy place, the most holy place is in heaven. It's in the presence of Jesus' feet. It's in the presence of God. Okay. Now, who may climb the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? Can anybody and everybody? Yes? Let's read the next verse. It says, Only those whose hands and hearts are pure. You cannot go into God's holy presence with an impure heart. You cannot touch the feet. Okay, I'm not even talking about hugging Jesus. You cannot touch God's feet, the feet of Jesus, if your hands are not pure, if your hands are impure, okay? And who do not worship idol and never tell lies, okay? You know, uh, people, people hide behind saying this, like, you know, uh, you lie because you don't want to share information. That's wrong, okay? A lie is a lie. And Jesus knows that if you're lying or if you're, if you're telling the truth, okay? Jesus knows what's going in your heart, okay? Man sees the outer appearance, but God sees the heart, okay? And it's so important that you keep your heart holy, okay? Now, again, I'm going to talk to all the young people. Again, you would say, oh, it's so difficult, you know, the, my business partner lies, my business partner does all wrong things. I am holy, I am pure. It's he who is doing wrong thing. It's he who is giving, sending wrong emails and, and doing all the goof-ups in the accounts and all. But it's written in First Timothy 4.12. Don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. Okay, any young people? Amen. Yeah. Amen, yes. Pastor is young, okay? Be an example to all believers in what you say, in the way you live, in your love, your faith, and your purity. Okay? So, you know, it's so important that because you live a pure life, okay, the people around you would come up to you and say, hey, there's something different. There's something very unique about you. You know, the way you love, the way you live, the way you, you talk, the way you, you, way you encourage people, you know. Uh, I, I've had uh, certain uh, bosses and project managers above me, you know, they will come and encourage. Why? Because they want to get things done. Okay? But as a Christian, as a believer, as someone who loves Jesus, it's, it's very important that we do things with a pure heart, with an honest heart, with a loving heart. And, and you need to notice, you know, people are watching you. And because the way you live, the way you love, the way you talk and the way you carry yourself, people know that there's something different that you and I have, that the world does not have. And you know, it's, it's, it's the, that time that you need to invite them 
to your marriage. It's that time that you need to tell, go and give them the good news. Okay? You know, it's, it's, it's uh, you know, the people who are working, they have plenty of opportunities. But, you know, sometimes I had few people uh, in my church and they say like, oh, oh, I'm just a housewife. So what? You know, even housewife talk to on an average 10 people. You know, there's sabjiwala, there's doodwala, the dhaiwala and everybody. You know, it's your and my responsibility that every person that comes in our life, we have to give them the good news. We have to tell them about Jesus. You know, I, I cannot imagine any moment where I say, oh, no, 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 I cannot, I cannot. You have, it's, it's what Jesus, Jesus said. Go and make disciples, baptize them. This is what we're going to do today. You know, after church service, we're going to have a baptism service. It's not that we do because it's cool. It's not because somebody else is doing. We are doing it because Jesus told us. Okay? And the last word for today. It's, it's Psalm 86.11. It says, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's difficult. I, I know, you know, I'm just as human as you are. Just because I'm standing on this side doesn't qualify me to become pure. I am as fragile as you. I am as, as human as you, okay? I have the same mind, you know, God gave you and I the same mind, same heart, okay? Even my heart beats and, 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 and gives blood to all part of the body. There's nothing different in my heart. But you can live a holy life. You can live a pure life, okay? And there's a living example. Do you know who that living example is? Jesus. He came on this earth. He lived for 33 and a half years. He lived. He did ministry just like you and I are doing. He went to places. He went and did evangelism, you know. He lived a complete human life and showed to you and I that it is possible. Okay, finally, God had to give that ultimate sacrifice of His only begotten Son for you and me. And He proved. And this is what the verse says. Teach me your ways, O Lord, that I may live according to your truth. Okay, how can you learn God's way? It's only by reading the word of God. It's only by praying. It's only by sitting at His feet and, and, and pursuing Him and loving Him. Okay, and it says, grant me purity of heart so that I may honor you. You know, you can honor God with your lips, okay? You can give the best shout, best, best hand clap in the church, okay? But God knows your heart, okay? And if you really want to honor God, there's, 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 a, there's a so, you know, it's, there's, there's, the sentence is not complete, okay? There's, the sentence is in two parts. It says, grant me purity of heart so that I may honor you. Are you, are, are you. are you receiving something today? It's, it's your pure heart, okay, that will, that will catch God's attention. It's your pure heart that can transform someone else's life. It's your pure heart that can show them the love of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is in heaven right now. He's seated on the right hand of God, okay? But you and I are representers, okay? You and I, it's your and my responsibility to go and show love of Jesus Christ. And we cannot do that with an impure heart. We cannot do that with an impure spirit, with an impure mind. We have to have a, a heart like Jesus. And that is why it says, grant me purity of heart. Okay, if, if your heart is pure, 
okay everything will flow okay not your mind okay see the world thinks from mind okay but god the things of god it it comes from the heart and you know you would say it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense yes if these are the things of god it will never make sense like i said if if there's logic if you can prove something it's science okay but there is something beyond science which you can never explain which you can never understand okay that's where god comes into the picture okay i i've been i know people uh, like very strong atheists in my life uh, some who are following god and now become atheists but you know i i can understand what happened okay they come and they argue with me they ask me this is this i don't believe in god this this god shit is all nonsense i said i asked them a simple question tell me if your science can prove like a small sperm and a egg from a woman okay they come together and create a baby how can that happen science did not made it science just proved it there has to be someone behind it to make that happen and that's god okay so so it's so important that you need to have a pure heart okay now if you if you read the book of exodus the tabernacle was been made okay and 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 you always you know it's mentioned there pure gold pure gold pure gold you know if you if you just uh, look for the word pure gold in the bible the exodus is full of pure gold if you notice uh, the gold that you and i wear 23 karat or 24 karat it's not pure gold by the way if anybody has told you it's a pure gold it's a lie okay now if you if you if you hold a pure gold it's very soft and tender no you can bend a pure gold with your hand just to make it strong they put a little alloy and other metals so that it becomes strong otherwise if you have a pure gold around your neck and you can easily break it okay now that pure gold you know it's very important that we should have a heart like that pure gold which is tender okay when your heart is tender okay god can work on your heart and and mend it and and teach you you need to have a tender heart okay if your heart is very hard you know like rock you have you seen a rock if you throw anything at it what will happen it will just bounce back but if you have a tender heart you you teach you share something to it it will it will produce something which is beautiful that is love okay you cannot love somebody with a hard heart okay you cannot have compassion with a hard heart you cannot have humility with the hard heart it's the tender heart like pure gold okay and that's the culture that as a church we need to follow if because we are bride of christ we need to have a culture of purity do you agree with me agreeing is not enough you need to start practicing it we hope you were refreshed and strengthened by the word of god if you want to know more about god or have a question you would like to ask or even a prayer request you would like to share do connect with us at dreamingrevival.com be our guest for one of our services here at Bangalore Revival Center on Saturdays at 7 pm or Sundays at 11 am